Hello, and welcome to Talk Social to Me. I'm your host, Mackenzie, and today I'm talking to Wave Wild. Wave is an incredible Reels, TikTok, short-form video creator, and online she talks all about how to make yourself go viral on Reels, TikToks, all the short-form types of videos, and today she's telling us all about how to do so, her tips and tricks when it comes to making short-form content, and what you can do to make your short-form content as easy to make and seamless to create as possible. Really hope you enjoy this episode as much as I enjoyed talking to Wave, so let's get right into it. Wave, would you like to kind of explain who you are, what you do, and why pretty much I had you come on to talk about social media? Sure. So my name is Wave Wild. Yes, that's my real name. I get that question a lot. So let's just clear the air there. Yeah. And I'm a TikTok marketing and trends expert. That is my niche. I help business owners to leverage TikTok as another social media platform to generate leads and make more sales. That's amazing. So when did you kind of start building this niche because it is very niche in this space. Yeah, it's a bit of a long story. But if you want me to go there, I started love it. <laughs> like a lot of people did in 2020 when the pandemic came. I actually I got on maybe a month before the pandemic uh, really happened in March. And I had a social media, actually an Instagram coach friend who was like, you should really get on TikTok. There's a lot of interesting things going on there. At that time, I was working as a photographer, specifically in personal brand photography. So I was creating content for business owners and teaching them some Instagram strategies, digital marketing strategies. So I got on TikTok and um, I just fell in love with the app because you can be so creative with it. I love the music, all the effects, and I just love the culture and the vibe there. And I didn't know what I was doing though. I (laughs) just started posting random videos and I did have one go, what I would classify now as like semi-viral, about 100K thousand views. And that's what got me hooked, got me really hooked. And that's everyone. You get like a a video that performs well and it gets you, you so hooked on TikTok. And I started talking about my experience on TikTok with my Instagram audience. And I was getting a ton of DMs and questions. And it was kind of a light bulb moment where I was like, you know what, there's a lot of demand for this knowledge. And I can really help people uh, and teach them how to use the platform. So at the time, I was like, I have a lot of Instagram coach friends, but Like there's nobody really doing this for TikTok. I had seen maybe less than five people at the time and I felt really in alignment with it. I thought with my background in personal branding, I could bring some really unique aspects to TikTok and and how to really leverage it. So I, um, yeah, just went all in. That's amazing. So at that point, I'm guessing, was it as soon as that first video kind of went semi-viral, as you said, was that when you were like, okay, I'm going to start teaching people short form content? took a little bit of time. So here's what I actually did. I did launch a new account. It it took a few months. And what I started to do was as soon as I hit a thousand followers, I would go live. Live streaming is huge on TikTok. And I would give people a look at their accounts and give them a few tips. And then I would tell them, if you want to book like an audit with me, you can do so, you know, through the link in my bio. And at that time, like I was still learning. So it was super cheap, like 15 bucks for 15 minutes or something like that. And I would come off lives and I would have like all these bookings and it was crazy. So I started, you know, doing these live um, and these account audits and I did around 400 of them or so over the next few months. And I was like, okay, I have a really, really strong 
foundation of how I could help people because I saw a lot of the same patterns and the same struggles that people were having. And by that time, I was able to kind of test some solutions. And then I knew I had some solid strategies that I could sell in a course. So then after that, I started uh, scaling and I launched a course. That's amazing. So what were some of the kind of similar patterns that you were noticing when people were like, okay, I know I need help. How can you help me? Yeah. The big one is that a lot of people just don't know how to make short form video content. And that makes total sense (laughs) because it's such a new medium of marketing, right? It's, you know, it hasn't been around that long. What is it? Maybe five years now with um, the influx of like TikTok and then now short form is everywhere. But really what it comes down to is being able to communicate a message through short form video. So that's really what I focus on and how to do that with my clients and students. But that was the biggest one. They just don't know how to make videos. Now, over the past few years, what's kind of really cool and what I've seen with short form video, and you've probably noticed this as well, is that there are now like go-to formats that people do, you know, such as a vlog (laughs) is a popular one, but doing the duets or, or stitches, that's another type of format, talking head videos, right? Where you just talk to the camera, POV videos, like there's all kinds of formats now. So it can be a lot easier to learn. So if somebody comes to you and they're like, okay, I know that I need help with my TikTok, but I don't personally like being in front of the camera because I've had clients in the past that were like, I'm not going to be in front of the camera. This is not my thing. What are some suggestions that you'd give to them when they know that they need to be either on Reels and TikTok and things like that? Yeah, definitely. That can be a tough situation. And I think it really depends on the business. Now, I always say that TikTok is a personality-driven app, right? People are looking to connect with real people. So if you have a small business or you have a service that you're selling, you are going to have to show up on camera because we know about the no like and trust factor. You need to get people to know you and like you and trust you and feel connected, feel seen by you, feel heard in order to convert them to a sale. So you do have to show up on camera. You can't avoid it 100% if you have a business. However, there are lots of video formats now that have kind of come about where you don't have to be on camera all the time. So one example of that that's super popular and trendy on TikTok right now are the photo carousels. And these are a lot of the trends, but that's like, you don't have to show up on camera, right? Because all you have to do is like put photos up in a slideshow with text on screen. Another one are the CapCut templates, also very, very popular. Those don't require you to show up on camera. And then there's the videos where, you know, maybe you're filming like a tutorial or or behind the scenes or telling a story, and maybe it's just a voiceover or text with a voice. So again, you wouldn't have to show up on camera. So you don't have to show up 100% of the time in every single video. However, I do recommend that you do have to be the face of your brand when you are a small business or a service provider to at least, I would say 50%, uh, maybe more kind of depending on your business and the goals. Yeah, definitely. It's helpful. Like I tell people this all the time. We talk about it on podcasts all the time. Having a brand personality and just showing people who you are online is so important if you want to grow online. Yeah, absolutely. Yep. Um, So it seems recently that people have been talking more and more about stagnation on TikTok, that they're not getting the views that they used to, or they're not getting the growth that they once used to. Is this something that you're seeing? Or is this 
something that you feel like people aren't focusing on the right things now that TikTok's been around for a while? Absolutely. I love that you're asking this question and uh, asking the hard stuff. For sure, the algorithm is not the same as it was in 2020. 2020, 2021, it was super generous. I know, you know, we had more organic reach. I used to get a lot more views, like 50,000, 100,000 views on each video. And we do not have that same organic reach today. There's also a lot more going on with the app. There are different ways that you can make content. Ads have come into play. So there is a lot more competition for attention. So that's why a lot of people will say that. And this is where, you know, you really got to get a lot more clear on who you're trying to attract, what your goals are, your messaging, and focusing on quality. You know, the quantity days are over. The algorithm is super, super slow. If you can put out quality content, and I know that can be subjective, we can talk about that if you have questions, but it will last you over a longer period of time, right? I still have videos from three months ago that bring me followers six months ago. I I even right now I have a video from 2020 that people keep commenting on and engaging with. It's crazy. (laughs) So they're either find probably finding me through search. I'm coming up in some sort of search result on that one. Yep. It's really interesting just because I feel like when people were first starting, it was always like about put as much content as you can possibly put out there on TikTok. Like if your hook isn't working at the first video, try it again and do a different hook and see which one's working for you. And what do you mean by quality content now? Quality, it has to really have a clear message and you have to know what is the purpose of that content and who are you trying to attract and what problem does it solve? That is going to be probably result better for you. Now, there are some other kind of tricks to kind of improving your content. I wouldn't even call them tricks. I would say playing into emotions is also very, very popular and effective on TikTok. Storytelling is very effective as well. So there are other ways to go about it, but that's kind of like the the best way I can describe it. Yeah, absolutely. So I guess, why do you think that short form video is so important right now? Because people are still out there not doing short form video. And I get really frustrated with clients and they're like, nope, we're not going to do it. We're not doing reels. We're just going to stick with photos and then wonder why they're not growing at all on social media. Yeah. Well, short form, it's, well, first of all, it's not going anywhere. We know how popular it is. It is easy to consume and it's easy to communicate a message to people. So yes, you really should be leveraging it. Why do people not want to do it? I think because we're all time strapped in this busy, crazy world we live in. And it's not uh, an easy, always an easy process to outsource, especially, you know, maybe for older individuals, you know, I feel like Gen Z, like they're born as content creators, (laughs) right? They just know how to communicate messages through a video. They are familiar with the formats. It's, but you know, for us older, uh, elder millennials or, or even older, right? Remember video marketing didn't exist when we went to high school or college, there was no courses in it. So it can be really overwhelming and intimidating. And I know for sure, 
when I first joined TikTok, I did scroll for like a month. I was scared of all the buttons and I was scared of like putting a video out there. Like, what are people going to think? What are people going to say? But then, you know, it comes down to uh, a bit of a mindset practice there and knowing that when you post anything publicly on the internet, you cannot take things personal from strangers. That's very true. I can't even like the amount of comments that we've had on our own like TikToks before where people... And it's just, obviously, we're talking about social media and people will just have such fierce opinions on things. And you're just like, oh, who knew that people would have such, be so opinionated on this one thing? Yeah. Well, people love to give opinions. So that's another kind of growth <laughs> strategy is to to play into, into that and then encourage opinions or talk about polarizing topics. Yeah, that's a huge one, I think. So for people who are a little bit nervous and apprehensive about starting their first TikTok video or doing that first TikTok video, what are some kind of videos that they can make to kind of dip their toe in the water, so to speak? Yeah. uh, One of the kind of easiest videos that you could make that doesn't require you showing up like live and speaking on camera are what I call mixed roles. (laughs) Mixed roles are music and text and B-roll. So these are super popular on Reels. I see a lot of them. It's also popular on TikTok, but I feel like talking heads are more popular on TikTok compared to Reels. And so this can be, B-roll is like video footage or clips of anything. It could be one clip that's like eight seconds long. It could be multiple clips that tell a story. But most of times with these videos, they are eight seconds long. People will do things like they just point their camera towards their feet and film themselves walking. And then they put uh, music on it and then text. And that text can be educational. So you could be sharing some sort of tips or it could be inspirational or or thought-provoking. So that's probably one of the easiest ways to make videos is to do those mixed roles. Very popular on Reels. Yeah. So between shorts, reels, and TikTok, obviously, for those that don't know, all of those are very short form content. What do you think is important to focus on when it comes to growth on each of those platforms? Ooh, good question. So I have some opinions that not everyone is going to agree with. (laughs) But one of the, so (laughs) the big one is uh, repurposing. A lot of people will either make their videos in TikTok or maybe in Reels and repurpose them to all three platforms and also other platforms like LinkedIn and Facebook Reels and Pinterest and wherever they can. And that is one maybe growth strategy for people that might work. For some people, it does work. Majority of people, um, my students or people come to me all the time and they say the videos that I make on TikTok, they don't work on Reels. So it can be really challenging in that case uh, because who has time to make content individual for each platform? There are different cultures that exist on these platforms. You know, I still believe that Reels, from what I see, is still following the aesthetic vibes. The types of videos I see there, videos with the trending music and beautiful scenery or, or you know, those travel videos, they don't exist in the same way as they do on TikTok. There's a different culture on all these apps. I will say, however, though... Um, There's not much difference between Shorts and uh, TikTok. I feel like Shorts is pretty much a copy of TikTok. They are working really hard to create a culture there, but they struggle to get people to make original content. 
They're improving their in-app video editor uh, and improving and creating different features that are similar to TikTok and Reels. However, it hasn't quite got there yet. Maybe in another year or so, it did take Reels some time to differentiate its culture from TikTok. But now I just feel like I'm rambling uh, from the original. No, no, no. I... <laughs> but it, it's the whole repurpose thing. So if you can repurpose and it works for you, it seems to work on all the platforms. Amazing. You know, do it. But if it doesn't, then... I would suggest focusing on one platform, have one main platform, and maybe sometimes you speak into the reels trends, uh, maybe you don't. I love that. How do you personally find trends for each platform? Yeah, uh, most of the time I I do what a lot of people do is scroll (laughs) the For You page or the Explore page. I find the trends are also, again, different versus TikTok and Reels. The one thing about TikTok is, you know, some people don't want to scroll, spend time scrolling, looking for trends. Uh, So that's why I post them on my page and I share them there. And I, I have a membership for trends and for TikTok reels and shorts. On reels, it's much easier to find trends because we all know that little arrow pointing up means it's a trending sound. However, on reels, the trending sounds are more popular than what I call trends. So I make a clear distinction between the two. On TikTok, a trend is where you're using a sound and a part of that trend is to perform some sort of action within that trend. Like maybe you're supposed to reach your hand out and pretend like you're shaking someone's hand or you're lip syncing something. There is something that you do with that sound and the sound is a punchline, right? There's like a punchline to that trend. Whereas trending sounds are just sounds that are popular that people like to use because they believe that it it boosts their video. Although we don't get any data on that. So I always wonder, it's all just guessing. We don't get any clear data in our analytics on that. Keep that in mind. So the trending sounds are a lot more popular on, on Reels versus you know TikTok where the trends are more popular, especially what I call the POV trends because they're super easy to do and take less than five minutes to make a video and uh, they're adaptable to any niche. So they're, they're all over the app. Amazing. So I get this question a lot from people. Do you think that everyone should jump on every single trend or should be people be strategic about how they should do the trends? Absolutely strategic. Don't just jump <laughs> on any trend. So here's one thing, you know, to even think about. And I, I admit this myself, like I built a brand, right? I have a background in personal branding. So I was like, I'm going to build a brand on TikTok. And I built this brand of the queen of trend alerts. It, it kind of just evolved. (laughs) And so yes, I promote trends and I talk a lot about trends and they have a special time and a place and you can use them very strategically. And again, this is what I teach in my courses and my membership. However, they're only one part of your content strategy. It is actually more important to make original content and you want to make primarily original content, uh, then rely on the trends. So I would say, you know, trends can be, it depends on, again, the goals of your account and and what you're using them for, but maybe they're only like 20 or 30% of the type of content you post, you put out and original is more like 50%. So I hope that's really clear. Do not do all trends because you're just, it's one of the biggest mistakes I, I, I see. You are risking that People are just not going to understand who you are and what you do and what you offer if everything you do is a trend and you're acting silly or or doing these memes all the time. Yeah, absolutely. So for somebody who is 
working in the social media, who may be a social media manager working with a client, what kind of advice would you give them when they're approaching their client who wants to do a trend? Because we get that so often where they're like, well, my client has texted me and said that we have to do this trend today, but it doesn't go with their brand. Okay. So first of all, you want to focus on those POV trends because they are adaptable to any niche. So they will not have to say it doesn't go with our brand because they are adaptable to any niche. And you will see a lot of the big brands doing these trends. Like uh, Scrub Daddy does a lot of those. Yes. Trying to think off the top of my head who else does them. But uh, that's just one. Duolingo and yeah, all those. Duolingo, <laughs> right. They're always able to incorporate these trends into their niche. So focus on the POV ones. Again, that is where you use text on screen and you make some sort of a joke that relates to that punchline. And that also is relatable to your target audience. Another thing, I'm going to be rambling again because this starts to happen, but another thing is that, you know, trends can be really that top of the funnel content, right? So they are, the purpose of them for your brand or business might be just to get more eyeballs on who you are, more of that brand awareness uh, and not necessarily conversion. So keep that in mind. One good reason why to do trends. But the other thing I just want to say about this, because I think there's a lot of misconception is that you have to jump on this trend immediately. No, you do not. I used to think that too. And I used to teach that as well. And then I noticed that people, like I would see very successful videos. That was a trend that was a couple weeks old. And I thought to myself, okay, why is this happening? And it's just because big believer in this content is king. The message that you're communicating is what will determine your video performance. It doesn't matter what hashtag you used, if you used a trending sound, the time that you posted. Those are all strategies and they are really important things to consider. But content, the message that you're communicating is what will determine your video performance depending on how people engage with it. Because we know you need watch time. If people are watching the video, they're liking it, they're commenting, they're sharing, they're saving, you are going to get more views. So always think about what is the message you are communicating in this video. Absolutely. I love that so much. I guess my final question is, what trends are you currently enjoying, liking, or do you think that brands and businesses should be jumping on? Good question. I think that the cap cut trends are losing a little bit of popularity. I feel like earlier in 2023, they just dominated my feed. They're not as popular anymore. I think people get tired of those ones pretty quickly. I do notice if I see the same one a few times, I'm kind of like, uh, scrolling through quickly. Yeah. Scrolling through quickly. They seem to be kind of fading. The photo carousels are really popular on TikTok right now. So definitely think about how you can play into that. There are also sometimes trends like sometimes. So what I mean by that is you in that photo carousel, there's a thing that you're supposed to do. Like maybe you post three, three photos, like two of your childhood, and then one of you like currently now. So it's like a glow up type of trend. And then on each slide, you put text that relates to the sound. So those are very up and coming and kind of what's most trendy right now. Amazing. Well, thank you so much. How can people find you online and go follow you and join your trending 
sounds and your trending TikToks? Yeah, for sure. So first of all, you can follow me on social media at Wave Wild or my accounts on TikTok and Instagram, my primary platforms. If you're interested in my membership, it's um, at my website, wavewild.com slash inside scoop, where you can get all the trends for all the platforms and content ideas with fill in the blank hook prompts. It's all there. Uh, or just, you know, check out my website, wavewild.com. Amazing. And I'll link everything in the show notes so people can come and find you and follow you for all of your brilliant content. Yay. Thank you so much. Thank you. I really appreciate your time today. It was my pleasure. Thanks. Thank you so much for listening to the episode. I hope you enjoyed the conversation with Wave as much as I did. And please, please, please give this episode a five-star review. It helps people find the podcast. And you know what? I want to keep making these. And so I really hope more people find it. And if you want to follow us over on social media, you can do so. We are at flick.social on Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube. You can also find us on X. We are at flick underscore social. You can find us over on our website. We are flick.social. We have tons of blog content that gives you lots of information on AI, gives you information on short form video, kind of like this episode, and so much more. And as ever, Ben is making incredible YouTube videos over on our YouTube channel. And he is also telling you how to make short form content as easy as possible. So go follow us over on there and we will see you all. And I'll talk to you all next week. Bye.